This is Getting Past Subtitles. My name is Sean Peel. And I'm DK Lee. And welcome to week number two of our gambling, god of gamblers, money throwing, <laughs> money winning, losing it's series. Action. not the inevitable scaffolding scenes in like every hong kong film ever (laughs) no matter what genre you gotta have it you you gotta have the scaffolding scene even if if, even if it's an american production it's in china it's gotta have the scaffolding scene uh but yeah we're moving on and we are taking a wild swing back in time to the 80s and watching God of Gamblers came out in 1989, directed by Wong Jing. Um, and this is new for both of us, right? We haven't uh, seen this one. We just kind of was looking and stumbled upon this one. And um, yeah, you know, it fits. I think it's a little more. It's like when I was watching it, like the backdrop of it being gambling and like it was kind of part of it. But it wasn't as much as like focused on gambling as the previous movie we watched yeah there's definitely i mean the main character is basically all about gambling yeah that's his thing it's just that the movie kind of takes a turn with the amnesia stuff right and then i mean he still like uses his talents right um but but it's like what it's ultimately like about kind of like the focus of it isn't like the gambling itself it's right. like more about the characters and like oh he's he has amnesia like he's got this old life and everybody from his old life is like where is he yeah. and then like everything kind of catches up but i think it's still a very fun movie to watch i, I enjoyed yeah. watching it there's a lot of like because of you know like the way that we kind of went into the first movie that we watched and like from that movie, I have like certain expectations of what what might be like a gambling sure. movie, and then watching this movie, it was a nice pace, a new pace. Yeah, and just seeing, uh, like how they play their games as well, like mm. in comparison to the first movie that we watched. Yeah, I think it was pretty interesting. I liked the fact that in this movie, they kind of slow things down a bit more in terms of how. They present the games, yeah, and so that you can kind of understand what's going on a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think in the first movie in Tacha, it was a lot more fast paced, right? And as it happens, your you as an audience, you're sometimes not even sure like what went on right, exactly, right. like what what happened. Yeah, like the the sleight of hand is not shown to the audience as much. Whereas yeah. I feel like in this movie you're in the loop while it's happening. Yeah, yeah. So you can kind of You understand the tricks that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And you understand those things. And I think that helps the audience to be more engaged as well. Right. So that was, I think, pretty cool in this movie. Uh, What about you? Yeah, I I kind of felt the same. Um, It's a long movie. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It definitely felt like it didn't need to be two hours long. But um, it definitely felt like a good progression from the last movie to this movie. Like I said, it was kind of slower. Um, I think it, it kind of drifted in focus, but like you said, it wasn't where in like Tatcha it was all about, uh, what was it? Haki? Hatu, Hatu. Hatu, Hatu. Yeah. Um, it was very like specific to Hatu being a game. And here, um, 
God of Gamblers, like there's not a specific there's it's mostly poker, right? But really there's not like a specific game that can plays everything. Yeah. yeah he, he plays dice, he plays uh it's like gambling in general. Mahjong, he plays different yeah, right. gambling. And they're all games that are like pretty well known, like mm. dice, mainly poker, right? Mahjong. Um but like like I said, they're they're really easy to understand and and also like the tricks aren't super super complicated like well they like explain it to you yeah like even before the actual game that happens for example like the at the end Mm -hmm. when they're using the glasses yeah like the whole scene beforehand is like explaining literally what they're going to do and like the dot yeah yeah and so they really explain it to you like you're five years old right um which is one in one way is it's kind of nice yeah um to kind of have that as like so that the audience can understand it. Mm. Yeah, it's like his shtick is um, like, oh, he's always one step ahead of you, basically, yeah. you know? It's not really super, super complicated. Even with like the rolling, like the dice bit, it's like she gets the perfect six. Like, you can't beat that, man. Like, you can match it, but you yeah. can't beat it. <laughs> and he does the same thing and he just like breaks one dice and is like, technically, it's five. <laughs> so technically i win i win <laughs> you know but he like basically replicates the trick so it's not like he pulls some weird card out of his pocket you know in that yeah sense. but overall it is um it's a really enjoyable movie i was quite surprised by the cast actually like all the big names are pretty much here mm-hmm. for the time and even now they're still really really popular the movie definitely had to be popular at the time too because there's like 10 different sequels yeah, there's like thirty different spin-off movies. There's like a crazy amount of like just movies based off this. Yeah, this movie. Yeah, there's like, so many other ones. I think there's like a re- really recent one too. Really, like fairly recent one. I I mean I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised anyway. But this one is hard to find because, like, on Apple TV you can rent the second and third, as I say, but not the first. Mm. So it's like I don't know. <laughs> what what. Yeah, but it is what it is, I guess. Um, yeah, then that's I think it's my week, right? All right, let me let me see what I got. Let me see what I can do here. I was I was watching the movie, right? And then about like once I got to like the third, once there was only like maybe half an hour left, I was like just like sitting back and watching it, or whatever. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, I gotta like <laughs> I actually need to pay attention <laughs> to what's going on because. This is, I gotta write down this and then like I laser focus on it over. That's my experience. Um, so we have this guy. His name is Cole Chun, and basically he's this legendary gambler, and with like a lot of huge luck on his side, quote unquote. Um, but Cole Chun basically has everything, right? He's got like the clothes. He's got the girl. He's got the slick back hair, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, he's, he's very well known within the gambling world, per se. Um, and so he plays everywhere, and he gets challenged by this guy, this Japanese guy named Tanaka, who's, like, also a big gambler, I think, like, in Japan. Um, and so after they play, um, he basically swiftly beats him in, like, two games, and have like a conversation post game where Tanaka asks him for a favor to basically like challenge his adversary which is named Cham Kamsing and he's basically like 
the evil like gambler essentially yeah and um yeah he essentially just asked him to challenge him and play him and like i guess restore his like family or something yeah his his father died because he was in a poker match with him mm. and then i think he killed himself after because he lost a lot of money or whatever dang so yeah restore his family honor <laughs> essentially yeah. so revenge it's a, re- it's a revenge tale yeah so um he ultimately agrees and he does it as like as a favor right and uh, Tanaka assigns him um, his bodyguard named Dragon to accompany him. And so following this, on like a night of gambling, uh, Kochan plays against this guy named Singh. And basically he like clears out his table, right? He like wins millions of dollars. And Singh tries to like set him up by, you know, stopping his car and like taking the check back and disposing of the evidence, right? But... Um, being always one step ahead of things um pretty much escapes from the scene kind of escapes there's like some assailants that follow them but uh dragon being dragon pretty much destroys everything and everybody so things pretty much go smooth um but all the while there's like another party of people in the movie named this young guy who's like a young gambler who's like but a really broke mid gambler his name is Knife, and then there's his girlfriend, um, Jane, and then there's, like, his other friends, and they all live in, like, the shack with their aunt, <laughs> or his aunt. I don't know whose aunt specifically, but somebody's aunt. Um, but, yeah, but they play. Um, Knife ends up, like, losing a lot of money and gets banned from, like, this particular like, gambling den, right? And they want to make it big in life, and then one day out with uh, Jane... They piss off like this rich Indian guy. Yeah. And to get him back, they set up like this little like trap hole like in the route that he takes every night. And um, so catching up, Ko is like there and then meets the Indian guy. There's like some racist stuff in this movie, all right? Like that scene was definitely like a little go back, go back to India. <laughs> yeah, that was like, I don't know. It was like weird, right? Because he was playing it off as like a joke, but then like, wholehearted at the same yeah. time and i was like all right yeah that's it's not okay but moving on uh, he basically falls into the trap in place of the indian guy and he knocks his head on a rock and he gets um uh, concussions from it and um knife and jane and everybody decide to bring him back instead of bringing it to police because obviously <laughs> they were at fault there and pretty much co like like reverts back to like this childlike personality and he forgets, he forgets like his memories and basically who who he was, and like I said, he kind of becomes this kid, and they nickname him Chocolate because he has this very obsession with like a particular like chocolate brand. Um, so they call him that, and they like basically house him for a while, and pretty much Knife schemes to they find out that like he has a bunch of cash in his like on him at the time, so they're gonna use the cash. To basically like plan a scheme back at the gambling den to basically just like come out positive again and so while they were doing that in that scene they basically find out that uh chocolate is like actually pretty good at gambling like he's actually like pretty swift and skilled at playing just like inherently essentially yeah so basically he's like has an epiphany and he's like we're gonna get rich and tries to use like 
uh, get rich quick scheme basically just like hit every gambling den in like every town yeah and just clean up all the tables so that's pretty much what they do and they get like temporarily rich right um and then that is up until like knife borrows money from sing like 80 grand or something and then they go to play a game and basically like um ko is not having it right because of chocolate (laughs) apparently and he loses all the money in one game and then they kind of have a squabble between him and knife but eventually they they make up so it's whatever but basically like he was trying to leave him (laughs) yeah he was gonna abandon him in the streets like a bad parent (laughs) a really bad parent but he comes back for him and um they kind of regroup with Jane and everybody and basically they're like, we're going to sell everything that we have and we're going to squat in a friend's like love hotel. And then he really also time. tries to uh, get like the uh, the surgery done for for Cole. Oh, that's right. To get his memory back. Or yeah. But that like, never happens. That never happens. <laughs> Forgot about that bit. That yeah. says a lot. But they don't have the money for it either. Like, Yeah. Well, they they did. They were going to use the money that they had left over to mm. give him the surgery but then um what's his name knife gets caught by Singh, remember right oh so in that's the, when everybody in the, in the hospital up. oh and then he gets um taken hostage and tells jane to bring the money oh that's right right remember okay. and yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. like it's either the surgery or or bringing <laughs> you know knife back and then they go to Singh, give him the try to give him the money and then that's right yeah yeah oh i've totally forgot about that and then he like pulls out the card tricks and then yeah. they basically like make a bet there kind of. And then they stab singing the, the leg afterward. That was kind of funny. Um, but then what happens directly after that? Is that when they like somewhere along the line, dragon catches up to them yeah. in the hotel. Right. And then, so and when, th- and then they're trying to kill him. Remember? Dragon. Well, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, E. Yeah, he figures out like that, that he's alive. That yeah, Ko is alive, and then he kills Janet by accident mm-hmm. at the villa, and then he's trying to figure out uh, where Ko is, and then trying to kill him, gotcha. and then that whole like firefight yeah. in the in the mall or whatever. So happens. he sends Hitman at him, yeah, and then basically then Dragon like is like helps him. Oh, I found you, and then he because tries to uh, Ko calls him by accident because there was a little like his his uh card yeah. was in his. In his like, his, like little pocket, yeah, yeah pocket yeah. or whatever. So he calls him, and the dragon shows up, and they he basically saves Ko and the company. In the company, yeah, and gang, yeah. And then that... no, while he's running back out, he bumps his head. Ko bumps <laughs> his head. He trips, and then he bumps his head like fifty times. Right. <laughs> yeah, it takes a couple hits to yeah. be like, get it, get it back. Yeah, get the memory back. And then he goes to the hospital, and then and... he becomes the god of gambler again. Well, yeah, and yeah. then he like pretends that he's like. Like he's legit, still, yeah. He's like still buddy. You're buddy. back, yeah. My cousin, yeah. I've missed you. And then, and the knife is like basically dressed to tell the truth because knife knows everything, basically, yeah. like because that ease was basically after him. He was about to kill Cole, um, within in the parking lot. Yeah, but then uh, basically knife saves him. Mm-hmm. And then later on, uh, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. So knife tries to basically kind of explain everything to him, um, but. Uh, Cole, like he regains his memory at the hospital, and he, you know, goes back with everybody. But he kind of acts like he doesn't remember the more recent 
times with like knifing everybody so he doesn't doesn't know who like knife is and so he basically like ignores him and like his cries for help essentially um and pretty much yeah so ko goes back with Yi and dragon and then um Yi like makes up a fake story about like that his girlfriend that janet killed herself right and then pretty much he goes back to finish what he was gonna start which was challenging cham and and then they basically play in like play in like this yacht right yeah which knife also sneaks onto to kind of <laughs> still try to help him and um up to new avails and life is like or ko is like i know you want to like talk to me but can we do it after the game basically and he's like has no choice <laughs> um so then yeah so they finally go back to sit down at the table to play and like we said um before that Yi and Kam kind of like have an agreement and they'll have like this scheme to outplay ko by like using this secret ink with like secret like glasses, glasses from america that you can only see the ink with when they do the inspection of the cards etc cetera, etc cetera. so they think that they're going to outplay him um, so come to the game, um, they end up losing because Ko, being one step ahead of them, has like the same technology but from Germany, or whatever. More later version. Yeah, yeah. Latest the, the more, version. Two point And also, he marked it differently, like he, the cards. Yeah, he mismarked like two dots, which was supposed to be like a king. An ace. Wait. Oh, oh it was supposed to be a king, but, but he, he had made an ace. ace. Yeah. He made the two dots an ace. Uh huh. Um, so maybe he like tricks him up after like confirming that he was using special glasses or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, so he like schemes that and then he basically gets everybody there arrested, um, for pretty much what they did. And then the movie basically like wraps up with, uh, Ko actually having remembered everything, uh, including who Knife was kind of did everything to like protect him and finish his job essentially. And then it's like happy ever after. He goes back and meets them in their house, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, buddy, yeah." They love to end movies with like a like it. It's like a shot, and then they just freeze frame the freeze shot, <laughs> yeah. And then they end it like it's that. Like... They love to do that <laughs> in, in, in like the late like uh, Hong Kong movies. Yeah, yeah. And then like as the credits go by, it's like either outtakes or like yeah, yeah, frames or like little sequences from throughout yeah. the movie. They should have done outtakes. I like outtakes better. Yeah. All that stuff. But yeah, I, I was actually um, pleasantly surprised by the uh, the action scenes in the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're pretty fun. Like when Dragon's like going down the escalator. Oh yeah, yeah. And he does he's, like, like a triple to... back backflip. Yeah, he's trying to save the little <laughs> girl baby on the tr- on the. On they the... had to give him some kind of humanity, you know. Yeah, I like that juxtaposition. Like uh-huh. he's like this is like cold blooded killer dude. Yeah. He's like, oh no, a baby. <laughs> Let me help him out. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, can you smile for me? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no. He's like, no, I look ugly when I smile. Smiles anyway. Why did they call him Dragon when like the tattoo on his hand was a scorpion? Yeah. No, a lot of the uh, <laughs> like the nationality stuff was kind of weird in this movie. Yeah. Like like they kept asking him like are you a Vietnamese or like, like are you no. <laughs> like I'm, like, I'm Chinese. <laughs> I'm from Hong Kong or whatever. It's and, like, and he kind of he tried to speak Hindi towards him. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you don't understand me. He's like, I grew up in Hong Kong. Like, <laughs> yeah. bro. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. It definitely 
I think it's just one of those things that, like, today, it doesn't fly. <laughs> like, you know, it didn't age well at all. I don't know. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's just kind of weird, though. Yeah. Uh, you got to love the 80s, though. Mm. Yeah, it's it's cool aesthetics. Like, everything everything really works. It's a fun movie, like, at the end of the day. Yeah. I think it, at times, it, like, overstays its welcome a little bit. Like, I was like, man, you could just done this in 90 minutes. Like, why does it have to be? Yeah, I agree. I, I do think that it was kind of long and i think mm-hmm. a lot of the threads it was kind of messy like it's it wasn't very tight i think in terms of its writing and right and like the scenes that there were uh and and like it just it just kind of feels like it's everywhere right uh especially like like the uh koi part like when e shows up later on and yeah and like trying to weave that in with like the girlfriend, like yeah. all of a sudden, like he's jealous of. Uh, well, I, I kind of had that, but like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like trying to like rape Janet and stuff, yeah. and all that happens, and then you know, like just everything that just like kind of piles on there, and all the all the stuff that happens with like knife and and uh, Huchun, like well, chocolate while well, he's chocolate, <laughs> and, and it felt like it was a little bit long, like especially like. Yeah. The part where like I I, I kind of thought the him trying to abandon abandon chocolate and everything that kind of felt a little unnecessary. Sure, it just kind of felt like it was like like just we need another like climactic moment. Like a little, yeah, a little so dramatic that yeah, moment. like so I, oh, they kind of like put that in there. But I mean, I it didn't like, really like stick the landing. Either. Right, like it didn't really feel as genuine. Like it just kind of felt like. Oh, like you knew he was gonna go back. Like it wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't really like a big yeah. enough conflict thing to make me feel like he I deserved really abandonment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. like he didn't really like. You're, like, you're the asshole from the start. Yeah, so like, like you're <laughs> the one that's like, yeah, I don't know, like all of that stuff. Uh, kind of, it just everything kind of felt a little like draggy, a little long. Right, like they're doing it for like plot sake, or mm. just like we gotta hit this point yeah. sake kind of deal. Yeah. I think my problem too is like the villains where like characters that I didn't even notice or that seemed like not big of a role ended up turning into bad guys mm. and were kind of a big deal. So like originally, really like I didn't expect the way that the movie turned actually. Like I didn't expect it to be like, I went in thinking that we have like Ko, the God of Gamblers and it's like him going to be doing his thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it turned into like, this, a whole other movie yeah, of like, like comedy, comedic slapstick like yeah. thing that happens. We gotta babysit this. Yeah, babysit this guy. the guy and all that. I turned into that thing and I was like, oh, this is. The I'm like, dude, movie. how did he survive that hit on the, <laughs> the, on the head with the rock? <laughs> that was hard. And like, yeah, like even the trap thing kind of felt a little too coincidental. You know, like mm. he just happened to yeah. like stroll by around that area <laughs> after running, escaping, and then. He like oh, he's about to lean on the thing and then he just like, he falls and ah. stuff. It was kind of like, huh? <laughs> like that's a <laughs> really, mark. really like mean prank. <laughs> right. <laughs> even even like to attempt. <laughs> so you're like, so this is the result you wanted for the Indian guy. This trying, yeah, you're happen. you're about to kill the dude. You're straight up gonna like murder him <laughs> and then just continue roll his body into the river. Yeah, that. and I I understand like they were trying to just be funny with all the like. The hits to the head after, like, remember when they're like trying to bring him into the house? Yeah, yeah. hits him in the oh, door and yeah, all yeah. that. And I'm just like, 
Ooh. <laughs> like, I understand it's to be funny, but like, damn, dude, the dude's gonna die, man. He literally rolled like yeah. down a hill, hit his head on a rock, and you like hit his head like four more times. The guy was like bleeding yeah. severely. But I mean, like, I understand it's all like for the joke. But, right. But even then, I'm like, damn. <laughs> it's Hong Kong jokes, man. They, they take their stunt seriously. I know. <laughs> Fall. There's that, there's that one stunt that's like in the shootout, like before the escalator, when the guy gets shot and he like falls off like almost two stories or something onto the table you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 and like <laughs> i was like thinking like that looks kind of a fall like a like a really long like fall it hurts, yeah and then, like he just straight up like took it <laughs> took it and landed on that i know <laughs> that and like a knife falling from like the scaffolding yeah like there was a shot when like he was straight up falling. Yeah, there were a lot of the kind of moments like that yeah. Uh, one funny thing that I kind I I noticed was the moment when E pushes Janet off the the villa, right? Mm. There's a balcony there, on like on the villa. Yeah. And then the you know like there's the the she like goes through the glass, right? Yep. But in order for her to go over down, there's another balcony area. So oh, you like, have to like it, literally fly, go past the <laughs> the railing of the balcony, and then go down on the ground. So you gotta like, you gotta like fall over the balcony, yeah, and then like fly across a few feet. They made to, it like, look like clear. they made it look like there was no balcony when they're going through the glass, right? And then she just straight falls. Like, but like fall when down. you look at the other shot, there is a balcony there. So you're like, <laughs> hmm. But I mean, I mean, it's a fast cut, so you probably won't notice it. But yeah, like, yeah. I just I just noticed. I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. <laughs> how do we make this fall look like it makes sense yeah he's like she literally just like falls like that straight down uh, and makes it look like there's she, no balcony uh, and she yeah, just straight yeah. falls yeah but then there's like this one shot where it's from the outside kind of almost looking in the, you can see like the balcony edges and you're like oh of course, <laughs> wait a minute that's a wait that's a, a pretty like hard push <laughs> like a really hard push <laughs> she'll just go flying that's it. she had to clear that with like Going through the glass. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like moments where like people just go through glass. <laughs> yeah. They like love, when life, glass, bro. life is like running and then the dude like opens the door and then he just goes through the door straight through the glass. Remember that? I'm trying to remember. There's like, remember. yeah, he's like running from, I think he's running from all the, the shooters uh, with with chocolate. <laughs> it was, dude, there's just so many. There's when he like when chocolate runs out and he gets like he hits his head like four times. He literally gets ran over by the car and it's not even like played off. Like it's deliberate. Like he like yeah, he slams he his slams, head into the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all fun. Yeah. It's all fun. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's uh I didn't even expect like Janet's death either. Like that threw me off guard. I didn't know that that was gonna happen. Like, again, I was watching it, and it's, like, he and her, and Janet's, like, I've been looking for him for, like, 10 days, blah, 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 blah. And, like, she's, like, recording through the the recorder, right? And then he's, like, confesses his, like, long attraction to her. And then it turns into, like, I, I thought it was just going to be, like, I always liked you. And then, you know, he tries to go after her, and then, like, she escapes, or, I don't know, he, like, kidnaps yeah, her did. or something. <laughs> but then it, like, took a dark turn. He yeah. was, like... Straight up murder. 
I like double. I like how to make a double take towards my And TV. then the tape thing, where like he like takes out the tape and yeah. tries to burn it. Yeah. And then like it doesn't burn. And then. <laughs> And he's like, dude, you should have at least made sure it burned. Yeah, that's literally all your evidence, my guy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I didn't expect her to die. But that's what, like, like yeah, I was like, oh, he's a villain, question mark? I, was, mm. I didn't, that was kind of surprising. It's because, like, they don't get a lot of screen time up until they kind of matter, I think, is the problem. Yeah. Where, like, in the beginning, it's, um, Tanaka acts for, like, the favor, and is like, okay, there's, like, the you, you understand, like, the mission, and then there's like a little side route that with code that puts him in a situation, but he's playing against uh Shin. Is that what was that what it was? Sing. Sing. Yeah. But he plays against Sing, so it's like he's a bad guy. And he comes up a lot, so he's pretty consistent. Um, but it's like once he comes by, it's like, oh, that's a bad guy. And then there's like I don't know. There's like I said, there's like a lot of parties because there's like E's henchmen, and then there's like the other guy's henchmen and yeah. it just kind of gets a little little convoluted i, th- I think uh, i agree with your point where it kind of feels like there's one movie that starts in the beginning and then at the end and then there's another movie in the middle yeah where it's just like it just feels like the connection between those two parts yeah is not very smooth you know like right, it's, right. it's kind of like that's why it, it kind of feels like uh, it's it's not really working too well mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like making you feel like everything's coherent. Yeah, because there's so much like going on with like Jane, knife, and chocolate, and his friend in the middle. But like, there's never like moments where we kind of go back to his old life or like the people that's happening. Right. Except right. that like like that Janet and and E part, right? Yeah, and then it kind of like starts to try to like bring that thing back mm-hmm. with the with the um, with the the fight in the mall or whatever, but then you never really like have that through line um, within the whole like arc of like knife figuring out that Ko is actually a gambler and then like yeah, yeah like yeah, there's yeah. never like a moment where like this is your true identity right like there's never like a like going back and forth there um, with his old life and his new life so that yeah. it, when we go back to it at near the end, you're kind of like, oh, like, it's like a little abrupt, like it's a right, little right. too abrupt and and everything's just set up really like conveniently. <laughs> like he's, he just is like, oh yeah, let me set up a, yeah. a, a, a gambling session with you and Ko so that you can steal <laughs> the money from him. I'm like, it's it, it just kind of, doesn't have this the smooth like natural or making it feel like it's a natural like progression to the end yeah um it kind of feels forced and like literally knife is put to to the like (laughs) sidelines at the end and you're just like okay like it he kind of felt like a very pivotal character throughout the whole middle section of the movie right yeah and then at the end of the movie like we've we've created this bond together yeah he doesn't do anything at the end um he just kind of sits there he literally sits there and and watches and that also doesn't really feel that great right um because we've been with him for so long that you kind of expect him to kind of show up like in terms of like actually doing something uh whereas ko like it's great that you know we see him um, being himself again mm-hmm. but like 
it also feels very abrupt in one sense. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it, I think it's fine. Like, I, I think Cole, the Cole part, him, him being himself is kind of okay. But, mm. but yeah, like, I think Knife and, like, you know, Jane's completely not there. His friend's not there. Like, <laughs> that's completely gone at the end as well. So, yeah, it, yeah. it just, yeah. Yeah, it literally, like, like, once Cole comes back, we just pick up from, like, that part of his, like, that movie, right? Yeah. Like you said, it's like we are watching almost two completely different movies. Yeah. And, like... Once we once Co is chocolate, like we're watching the buddy comedy, yeah. like almost like Rain Man yeah. movie, right? And then once Chocolate becomes Co again, now we're watching like the hustle game. Now we're watching like uh almost like he's like James Bondish. Yeah, like, exactly. he's like trying yeah. to like figure out how to beat the big bad dude, right? Right, right. Like I've got the score to settle, yeah, you yeah. know? But but it's like the problem is that they don't synergize at all. Like uh. they like you said, knife is literally put to the side like ignored and it just sits there and watches mm. the final acts happen they never they never blend with like it would been, it would have been cool if like you know knife infiltrated the yacht mm. you know he was there and there's this moment when let's say like it's cliche but even even if it's cliche like ko is about to get shot and like knife helped like you know yeah you know helps him not get shot or something like that <laughs> even that would have been more like oh like like there's an incorporation of knife within the scene, you know, right, like he, yeah. there's a reason, like there's a point for him to be there mm-hmm. and it kind of feels more satisfying rather than him literally just standing there or like sitting there and like looking at like I'm around yeah. and being helpless. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the wrong move. And he's like, no, <laughs> shush. Don't talk. Shush. Let him do his thing. Yeah. Insignificant human. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, even like, you know, I think what would work nice is, like, if there was kind of, like, a blend, like, the problem is, like, Ko, like, has the answers to everything once he becomes himself again, you know? And, like, there is no room for a knife. But if, you know, we get to, like, the final scene and he's got to face off against this guy and, like, Ko is in a pinch again and, like, he needs, like, knife is able to contribute something that helps him, right? you know, with it, with that certain dilemma. Like, just taking advantage of... Or if they even if it would have been nice if they had some kind of setup within the middle of the uh, movie mm. where maybe there's some kind of like secret like mm, sign that they like make up together right, right within the middle of the movie yeah and that let's say for example comes into play at the end right where right. like let's say like Ko is in a pickle and he like needs to like have some um, something done and then right. he uses a sign and like. He like uh, knife, knife catches like, on, got you, bro. and yeah, like something like that would have been like cool in in terms of like having that payoff at the end, like right, yeah, oh yeah. they've been through this together and they're getting you know they're close to each other now and yeah. now they're able to they that bond thing, yeah, yeah they have this bond that kind of allows them to resolve this conflict at the end together right. that would have been nice. Another thing is like Janet says like I've been searching for for Cole for 10 days but there's nothing that <laughs> that you, supports she's that she's literally just sitting there in the, in the villa just chilling and, and like it would have been nice if like like let's say like you know uh, Cole and company are like right. walking there's like a lot scenes like they're like walking in the streets or whatever and we kind of see like Janet like pass by or uh, something yeah. <laughs> or like or not even Janet like if like Dragon even Dra- yeah, or yeah. like somebody like even E or whatever yeah. like kind of like 
you know, was searching for Cole and like right, happened yeah. to like pass by, but they like just miss, just each, miss other. each other. Like things like that, like incorporating the past to kind of like push pull in right, yeah. into that middle uh part of the movie would have I think really made like it so much more feel like a part of the whole Right. Because you, you have to like you have to know that both things are going on at like the same you, time. You yeah. can't forget about this aspect and then just move. That's what this movie does. It's like yeah. we had this part. Now we move to here and we just completely forget about the other yeah. parts of the life until like it happens to come together at the end. But it's like, you got to do it like seamlessly and like, <laughs> you got to keep it in our minds. that like, Oh yeah, there are people that actually care about this guy yeah, yeah, yeah. outside of this new family that he picked up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that's the big, if I would say like uh, an issue right. for the movie um, personally, where it, it kind of uh, loses its cohere cohesiveness. Right. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, overall, though, I did enjoy the movie. I liked the different uh, things that happened in the movie. Mm. I liked the comedic bits of the movie yeah except for like the head stuff <laughs> the head trauma stuff <laughs> a little bit too much for me i'm like dude too far uh but i i did enjoy it overall yeah i enjoyed the story overall i liked the characters i think that uh chao yun is really good um in his role like mm-hmm. even playing chocolate yeah i think he he's really good at managing the two different roles and i think that he played it really well yeah uh like knife is charismatic i think he's he's like a cool character too the characters are really are really good mm. i have to say there's a lot of like life into them yeah and they're they're very kind of distinct yeah. yeah so overall like the movie in watching it i did enjoy it uh but i do think that there could be like different things that could have helped it made it made it more better but yeah kind of made it a little more holistic mm really kind of tie everything together yeah. by the end yeah i mean i think for the most part i mean i, I applaud it for like um i think surprising me at the end of the day like like i said i didn't really expect to get to get the movie that i saw yeah versus like what i was anticipating when i was like the first 10 minutes of it so it kind of kept me engaged you know i didn't hold it for like too too long like i said it felt like i could have done this in 90 minutes but overall like i said the comedy bits are cool like it's got the classic like hong kong 80s action in there like you know what it does right it does it does pretty right at the end of the day so yeah like i, I like the premise of the movie you know yeah yeah like the basic premise of the movie mm-hmm. um was cool i think the gambling moments were done really well as well i think yeah. you know even from the get-go when we see uh ko um with tanaka and they do their their uh, gambling bit (laughs) it's like it's it's like funny but also like you know like it's they use like interesting ways of um having ko one up (laughs) yeah yeah. uh, tanaka and stuff so it's very like spoofy like yeah i I had a good time like laughing at right right it's not like it's not like tacha where it's like a lot more serious and almost pretty ground it's pretty grounded yeah yeah whereas this one is like obviously it's like it's it's a joke it's a joke but I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened in tacha i was like ah like you know when it did it here i'm like <laughs> yeah yeah I, wow okay yeah, yeah yeah like breaking the sixth dice like yeah wow. it's ridiculous oh. but it's still like yeah. it's still fun in in its own way i think 
Yeah. And I, I did enjoy that for, for the gambling uh, mm. in this movie as well. At the, like, the last scene when he's like, hmm, started. He literally like <laughs> spoils the trick mid-game. And he's like, oh, I see he has special glasses there. In the meantime, like, they're in the middle of the game and he like hides the card under the back of the card. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and everybody's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, it's good times. It's good times. Um, yeah, overall, it's a fun watch. I don't think it it shouldn't be watched. You know. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely a, uh, a good movie to watch. It's it's a fun movie. It's a little bit long, but it's 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 fun. It's good. That'll leave us for I think next week, right? Um, what do we have? What do we have? The God of Gamblers. Now we're moving on to for next week. We'll watch Kaiji, the Ultimate Gambler. Another ultimate gambler. Another ultimate. Who's the best gambler of them all? Is there a movie <laughs> where we watch a terrible gambler? <laughs> where like they're just trash. They lose everything. They lose everything. It's a story about how they lose everything. Yeah, it's it's a turmoil movie. You know? <laughs> it's a story about a warning for people to not gamble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't gamble, or else you're gonna be <laughs> on the streets homeless. It's like one of those. It's like one of those. Um, cigarette commercials yeah <laughs> where it's like they start off on top and they're like ah and then by the end they're like yeah. your lungs are black and <laughs> yeah. disgusting and <laughs> don't smoke or you end up like me yeah uh, but no you know it does it does feel a lot like a lot of these movies kind of glorify the gambling aspect of like yeah. winning big and, and being like and making it out it. Yeah. yeah they're making it look easy mm. Like, nah, you, you can definitely take $10 and turn it into I, I mean, I guess at least in Tacha, they kind of have that moment of like, oh, like, you can kind of like lose everything and right. and stuff like that. And this one, though, it's like, it's legit like, hey, let's go back to Las Vegas now. <laughs> they're they're going to win. <laughs> We're going to win again. Yeah. I like that in Tacha, like, the overall, like, message of the movie was, was like, we're like the 1% kind of, but everybody else in this... Like, they all lose it all. Yeah, like, they're right? losers. Like, yeah, 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 you're yeah. not winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, we're the winners, and everybody else is, like, in mad And, like, there's, like, big consequences to, like, yeah, to yeah. what happens, right? Yeah, and even they know it. They're yeah. like, we're doing this even though, like, we know we can lose it all. Yeah, like, you can lose your hand, but you can also, like, lose your family, you know? You yeah, can yeah. lose, lose uh, your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Everything is on the line. Whereas in this movie, it's a lot more comedic and kind of right right joyous <laughs> overall they, they literally like stumble upon the miracle or just uh-huh. like just like money they're like this guy is gonna get us rich yeah he's, he's, but he's i mean it's money. a completely different kind of movie though you uh, know? yeah even though it's the same kind of gambling genre but anywho um kaiji the ultimate gambler uh from 2009 directed by tavo sato this is a japanese movie right? i believe so Yes. Um, how did we stumble upon this? I don't remember picking this one. Really. You picked it. Did I, I really? Pick I picked the. I picked the blind two. Oh, you picked these two. Yeah. Tacha and God of Gamblers. Yeah. So now we're in my territory. I'm thinking it's you because it's 2009. You know, so. Uh, 89 so, though. It's. <laughs> this one was 89. This one was 89. And then Tacha was like 02. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, no. Oh, 03? Oh, 07. Oh, 07. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking? Oh, 02? 
one of the one of the movies we watched recently was like an O two movie. I mean, the classic was O three, but anyway, anyway. Um, I'm like trying to remember what this was. So it's based off of a manga. So, Kaiji, also known as Kaiji, the Ultimate Gambler, two thousand nine. Uh, based on Gambling Apocalypse. I think that's what the manga is called. Um, this is uh, the first in a trilogy. So that's another thing. Why do all these movies have like... <laughs> is Gambling just like a sequel thing? Like, Maybe. We, it just works. It just works? <laughs> I like, guess so. You have a cool like thriller kind uh. of like thing. And then you know what it is too though? Like I think it's easy to make iconic characters movies like this like because they're always like charming or like smug you know they, yeah they carry they weight together. to them yeah yeah and these characters carry like a good thread for like multiple they're projects. like charismatic yeah. right yeah yeah like you kind of have to i guess have that with that kind of movie in a way and they're also like easy world building like it's it's a very like the gambling world right it's this whole like the smug the underworld yeah 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 it's always an easy world and easy kind of Okay, okay. Answer my question. I answered my question. There you go. But that'll be next week. Um, before we end, a quick shout out to our Patreon page. If you want to see Kaiji early, go ahead and subscribe. And you can see it on a Monday versus Friday when they drop. As well as some bonus episodes, which we should be brewing for the month of June. Yeah. So take a look out for that. Also, if you're on YouTube, let us know what your favorite gambling movie is. Yes. And if you enjoyed this one, if you've seen it, and what did you think of it as well? Was it good? Was it mid? Did you also think it was kind of too long? Did you think it was perfect? We're not judging. But definitely low in the comments below. Other than that, see you next week. Peace. Bye.